0: Hello, my dearest, dear listeners and readers. Welcome to the Alchemist Reads, a book review podcast where we review books so you can know which book to read, how, and why. Today, we are going to review a tech book about the four big tech companies. So let's get jiggy with it. Human life is a sacred thing, and we humans by nature are very possessive and guarding about our life and with whom we share it. And since these four behemoths of the tech world, Facebook, Amazon, Apple and Google know everything that is there to know about us, which we have willingly shared with them and welcomed them in our sacred life, that itself shows the humongous impact these tech companies have on our psyche. We just can't seem to live a single day or a single hour go by without being on either of these four companies app or web page. We have become so addictive and dependent on these companies that we just can't help ourselves spending hours of our precious lives on these four websites. And this is why Scott Galloway, a professor at the New York University Stern School of Business and longtime entrepreneur and his book aptly titled The Four, the hidden DNA of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google published by Portfolio Penguin Books USA 310 pages in 2017 becomes so important for all of us cause it gives us a tour of the underbelly that lies beneath these four horsemen of apocalypse as the author himself describes these four Silicon Valley giants. <clears throat> in his book Scott Galloway highlights many of the negative aspects of these four companies' business models and their possible harmful effects on the society as a whole in the long term. Now, my dearest, dear listeners, much of this book is a screed which means a long lengthy, tedious speech about the things the author feels these companies do wrong. For example, Apple's focus on high-end luxury products. Facebook's refusal to accept the mantle of being a media company, with the responsibilities that go along with that. Google's appropriation and amalgamation of data, and Amazon's destruction of retail infrastructure and distribution supply network. Now, due to the havoc raised by the ongoing Corona crisis, The stock markets all across the world have undergone the most serious correction in years. And Apple just announced its first profit warning in many years, or should I say decades? Facebook had been continuously rocked in the past few years with dozens of scandals about how it uses its customer data. Remember Cambridge Analytica? Amazon has been criticized for its approach to and choice of a second shared headquarters which it then cancelled and is still on the hunt for it. And Google, well Google is spying on us and using our data to create profiles that it sells to advertisers. So, it'll be suffice to say that gone are the days of the mottos don't be evil, think different." We are living in a period of unique concentration where four companies can control so much of what we do. And it's not just the public faces of these companies. Amazon's AWS, Web Services, holds around half of the public cloud market share. The virtual servers that run much of the internet, including Zoom meetings, these days. And one should not overlook the fact that Amazon's reach is so extraordinary to begin with that 64% of people in the United States are subscribers to its Amazon Prime delivery mode. And Facebook, who looks like a homey place to share photos and videos, has around 20% of the online advertising market, though Google still reigns supreme at around 35%. But not to forget, Facebook also has to billion users and for the five most popular mobile apps in its kitty. Apple, while far from being the leader in smartphones, commands one of the highest profit margins in the tech sector, currently around 38%, and Google, well, Google owns 92% of the search market which basically covers the entire internet landscape. Now, as of this given moment. These four companies are at the top of the pyramid for technology and digital media. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google. Though each one is very different, yet there are many similarities that have helped these companies become so dominant in their style and functioning. Also, much has been written about the successes of these companies and of the unique qualities of their founders. Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, and Google's Sergey Brin and Larry Page. And much has also been written about how these companies strategically created or took advantage of sectors where they could disrupt existing companies. Now, my dear and avid listeners, how do we measure success of a company? Well, we measure the success of a company by its market capitalization. And if you look at the four in this way, they are nothing short of Leviathan itself because these Companies, in fact, three out of these four companies have hit one trillion dollars in valuation, except Facebook, whose valuation is still dangling at six thirty two billion dollars. Amazon, too, has now fallen down to nine thirty one billion dollars. Only Alphabet and Apple are still ruling the roost with one trillion and 1.38 trillion valuation respectively. Whoa, that's humongous. That's how astronomical these four companies have become. Just simply unbelievable. And the only one of these four companies that makes most of its money from hardware is Apple. And the story of the Apple's rise and fall and rise again is well known. Galloway criticizes Apple for its aspiration to become a luxury brand, maintaining high prices for its devices, controlling much of the sales channel through the brilliant decision to open its own stores in order to achieve an astounding profit margin. But Google is taking the opposite tack, becoming more of a public utility. Now agree guys that search isn't hypnotic, it's like electricity and water. And given Google's dominance, Galloway suggests that Congress and the Justice Department might just decide the search engine is a public utility and regulate the firm as such in the coming near future. Amazon's ravaging of the retail section is another well-known story. But who among us doesn't use the company to buy things that you won't find on Main Street or in your local mall? In order to increase efficiency, Amazon has invested heavily in the last mile, which means that fragmented delivery system that gets your packages to you on time. Galloway says, It's pretty clear where Amazon is headed. A. Take over the retail and media sectors globally. And B. Replace the delivery of all these products with its own planes, drones, and autonomous vehicles. So I guess it's bye-bye UPS. UPS. FedEx, and DHL. Galloway says that Facebook is the most insidious of the lot, cause size does matter. And Facebook, which just might be the most successful thing in the history of humankind powered by its mobile app, it has now become the world's biggest seller of display advertising. An extraordinary achievement, given Google's brilliant theft of advertising revenues from traditional media just a few years ago. The concentration of this much power in advertising is unprecedented. Here I have to say that Google and Facebook are redrawing the media map. Eventually, they will control more media spend than any two other firms in history. Now, the part I find the most interesting in the book is the discussion on media and what the old guard media companies could have and well should have done against Google and Facebook back in the early 2010s. Here. Galloway is recounting a personal story of when as a New York Times board member, he led an ultimately failed effort to get New York Times to fight back against Facebook and Google. He suggested that the New York Times could have formed a media consortium, which prevented all scraping and on-site delivery by search engines and Facebook, and then sold such rights to the highest bidder. This consortium would thus have better monetized the service it was providing tech companies. As Galloway tells it, the New York Times CEO did not go along with the plan because uh, he was worried that uh, Google would retaliate by downgrading the content farm about.com which New York Times owned at that time. Google Anyhow, Google ended up downgrading all content farms eventually anyway and the New York Times sold about.com at a loss. So I'm not sure the effort uh, would have succeeded. But the idea serves as a centralized analog to what some academics are proposing regarding data markets where we as consumers are paid for the international, uh, rather I should say, say, informational content we provide these companies for free. Uh, These four big firms have a dampening effect on innovation overall. Galloway explains, uh, I've sat in dozens of VC pitches by small firms. The narrative has become universal and static. We don't compete directly with Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, but would be great acquisition candidates. Companies thread this needle or are denied the requisite oxygen, that is capital, to survive infancy. IPOs and the number of VC-funded firms have become in steady decline over the past few years. All of them avoid (laughs) paying higher taxes. Yes, these four companies don't pay higher tax rates. Uh, they uh, They don't have many employees. their ability to suffocate competition is not good for the economy overall as a result of this galloway suggests that they need to be broken up like bell telephone back in the day is this possible it's hard Uh, these companies spend a great deal of money on lobbies and they are in general well liked but they do skew the economy they do stifle competition in conclusion this book Isn't an indictment of the foe or retribution, but recognition that a key part of a healthy economic cycle is pruning firms when they become invasive, cause premature death, and won't let other firms emerge. The breakup of big tech should and will happen because we are capitalists. It's time for them to be splintered into small subsidiaries for the betterment of the US economy as a whole. So guys, this was today's podcast. I hope you must have enjoyed and liked this book review. And uh, do listen to our other book reviews as well. And keep coming for more. The Alchemist has left the building.